podcast and thank you so much for tuning in so for those of you who don't know about girls in movement and maybe it's your first time listening welcome firstly um we're a not-for-profit project looking to empower and educate young girls across the world i'm really excited about our guest today not just because i religiously use her products um but because i think she's also on a similar mission it's not just about having an amazing brand and product which she does but it's more around kind of the education around the topic of health and well-being I can't wait to hear this individual story on sort of how she started the brand, but also her own personal story and journey to where she is now, I suppose. And as she says, this is a brand built on her own story, which is really cool. I think personally, her product was ahead of the curve when it first came out, but now it's kind of a must have product in households who are sort of looking to eat cleaner or change their habits, for example. So without further ado, I welcome Lucy Buckinghamshire, founder of Lucy B. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to chatting chatting to you today. Yeah, good. I mean, before we start, I do have to ask this question. Um, do you find when anyone says your product name, it's in the Joe Wicks voice when he does his Instagram recipe videos? Yeah, so much. But I normally find <laughs> on a night out or it's never when I've left for the gym or, you know, green juice in hand. It's always on a night out and someone will come up to me like, Lucy B. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, brilliant. Like, why couldn't you have spotted me in the gym? Not in a club or a bar. Um, but yeah, it's funny. So many people now just like, oh, is that? I was away recently and they're like, oh, that coconut girl, that Lucy B coconut. Oh, girl. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to really refrain from saying that when um, when I said the brand, but no, I refrain. Um, okay, cool. Let's let's start off from kind of the beginning um, at the start of your career. So, first question is sort of where did your career start? Has it always been in sort of health and fitness, or were you doing something sort of prior to this sector? Um, it's quite. I, I've always been into my health and fitness. Um, the reason Lucy B started is due to the fact I'm a celiac. So when I was 18 months old, I was really poorly, and my mum and dad went from never having to look at the back of labels to obviously having to be very aware of what they were putting into their like babies, like like food, what they were cooking. So growing up, I've always been into my health um, and well-being. But my career-wise, I um I, I left school at 16 and I thought I wanted to be a hairdresser. And I started hairdressing and I'm just such a worrier and overthinker. I was so worried about what people thought of it. I didn't really enjoy it as much. So then I swapped over and I was doing makeup for a little bit and had the same sort of situation. And then actually went into beauty and was um, doing massage and facial. And I just, that was where I really found my passion for sort of the wellness side of it because I love doing massage I love making people feel good about themselves and and facials and I was actually using coconut oil a lot for my treatments back then and so I've always been into my health and well-being and I sort of implemented that into you know my my day-to-day life and also like my work as well Um, and then yeah, it's, it's like with the coconut oil side of it, due to the fact it's like high in um, lauric acid, which is antibacterial and antifungal, it's really good for the skin and it also has fatty acids and vitamin E, so it's really nourishing and hydrating. So that's kind of how like Lucy B started, really. Nice. I mean, before we kind of go into Lucy B and the sort of incredible mm-hmm. story, I mean, you've gone through a journey with sort of weight loss, healthy eating and an 
I suppose understanding how it all works I, I think that's probably why you're so like knowledgeable on the topic I mean I was reading one of your posts where you're talking about sort of fad diets and listening yeah. to advice in magazines and um, I suppose we see this a lot on social but what are your thoughts on this in relation to your own journey I suppose I think it's just like hard because obviously now with social media um, we get there's a lot going on at the moment with people promoting products um, like like diet teas and all that sort of stuff like weight loss stuff and it's so unsustainable and unhealthy and I think we've always had it though growing up seeing magazines we've always had it but I think because platforms now um you know young people older people are so they can easily get hold of this sort of um, information and unfortunately but there being people being paid to say stuff and we believe it and I've been there I went to I'm not saying it doesn't happen at a mixed school but I was at an all-girls school where um we kind of a lot of the girls ended up being quite unhappy in how they looked and sort of um really didn't sort of feed ourselves in the right way and we you know myself I tried out so many different solutions quick fixes and actually in turn it backfired and I I I'm I mean, I was just very, you know, my whole body changed. I actually put on weight. I was miserable. Um, I've always struggled with my anxiety, but it's just scary to think that there's just like this stuff out there that people can easily see and people that it can really, who are, who are impressionable and people look up to are selling stuff that actually is like misleading. Um, and I think now for me, I'm always promoting it, but it's all about balance. It's all about eating wholesome foods, never cutting out like certain food groups and, you know, just eating food and, in for fuel and for what it is and not banish it like not cutting out anything because I think that's when you end up having like issues you know with with yourself as well yeah and I think like what I, what I love about yourself is like for you you're telling kind of the social world it's all about enjoyment like and I, mm -hmm. I always kind of say I don't enjoy going to the gym but I because I much prefer running around the park because I feel like yeah. I'm out in the fresh air and that whole idea of like you should enjoy losing weight and go kind of doing a workout for example so yeah I mean like I completely echo your thoughts on that it's it's, it's hard to get that out there though because so many people are like I need to look like this for this set date but I mean it's a long journey for weight loss yeah. and having that mindset it is scary like even like when I started exercising properly which was three years ago before that I'm I like I'm an overthinker I always worry about what I'm doing wrong so I, I never used to really go to the gym because I'd sort of go in and out and I'd always be like, oh, no, I can't do this and leave and I'll just feel awkward. So I actually decided, and I know not like it's not always like the most viable thing, but I, I decided to get a, a PT just for a short term, just to learn technique and really learn what what works for me. Um, and that was three years ago. And when I first started that, it was for vanity reasons. And I used to go and and about a couple of weeks into it I started to see a change in myself and I started to realize there was a more valuable thing here and it was actually I was less anxious I was less worried about things I was going into the office with a clearer head and I actually stopped training to look good in a bikini or for vanity reasons and I actually was training for my mental health and in turn that's helped with my body and like even friends have been asking what I've done differently like what like how I've got to where I am and it's because I actually was enjoying my exercise and I wasn't doing it because I was like punishing myself I was doing it because I actually loved it and I was feeling good and I wanted to keep feeling that way and I think it is like we're so there's so many pressures out there and I think we're all, you know, and it's hard not to like, sometimes you'll scroll through Instagram or look in magazines and you, you know, it's only human. You will compare yourself, but it is, everyone's different. And I posted something the other day saying like healthy looks different on everybody. Like mm. you know, as long as your mental health is strong and good and you're physical, that's like the most important thing and that you're feeding your body with like nutritious food. And 
I think we're, we're so so much out there as well, scaremongering, people wanting social media content, so they're writing stuff just to sort of have content on there, and it gets so confusing, and I can understand that, and I think where I've grown up having to be aware of what I eat, I've been quite lucky, and don't get me wrong, I've said earlier, I've been trapped in it as well, so I'm not saying it's easy, but it's really listening to your own body and doing your own research and you know listening to people that actually have like a qualification in it so trusted dietitians or nutritions or doctors that actually know what they're talking about yeah definitely I mean we'll come back later kind of onto the point around social media and I suppose the power of that influencers have today I mean I have a split opinion on it but yeah it's it, it's incredible how that's totally changed within the space of sort of two years and that is yeah. literally the power of social um let's go kind of let's start off with Lucy B now so what made you start Lucy B I mean you were on something quite early on with the whole idea around coconut oil and I know you were saying you kind of used it in your massages and stuff I mean did you think it would become this popular no so Lucy B um started um six years ago and the reason we actually brought out a coconut oil was because they were very limited on the market there were a couple of other ones and they were about 16 pounds they were in plastic they weren't fair trade so we decided my dad and I um to bring one out because as a family we were using it all the time and we knew the importance of um, a healthy saturated fat for cooking and as I said I was using it for my beauty treatments as well so I was obviously already using it um, and we just decided like we really wanted to bring out one that was fair trade something that is really we're really passionate about um I don't know if you want me to touch on that now or later no no definitely no go yeah. for it <laughs> um, and for us a lot of people ask us why we're fair trade and I always like to turn that around and say why wouldn't you be for us like it's just something that we feel so passionately and strongly about because if we're going to use these beautiful products from these places we want to give back and with our fair trade scheme and um, we're with the fair sustainability alliance so it's called the fair TSA and the reason mm we went with this company is because all the money goes directly back to the places where we get the products from so with our coconut oil it goes back to the philippines and um, with the dominican it goes sorry our cacao it goes back to the dominican and with our turmeric chai and our cinnamon it all goes back to india um, and just some of the the reasons that we um obviously are fair trade is the fact that all all the farmers are on wages they're all on contracts um their children there's a lot of them um, feeding programs within the school so I was recently in the Philippines where they have where they feed the Mount Mount children um, some of them have like two hours a day to school and go on an empty stomach or will get a bowl of rice and they'll find and obviously the children weren't really learning that well mm -hmm. so now they've got this scheme where they go in every day at 11am and they teach the mums or the, the dads um, how to do basic nutrition so vegetables carbs fats protein wow. they feed the children at the school and they've seen that the concentration's gone up and they've also obviously seen like such an improvement wow. in the children um, and also things like they do a lending program in the Philippines which is where they can um, lend money and one of the ladies who's actually had the presentation in her shop she used to just sell bits and bobs by the side of the road she now has um, a big shop in the community where she sells all the basics like rice um, wow. and crazy and her husband has a um, organic coconut farm and it's just amazing to see how this helps and in India we help with solar power we help with school scholarships and medical bills um, in the Dominican it they actually it started off a mistake but they employ single women who's who have children and 
by, by what I mean by mistake, they just ended, they just employed a few single ladies who had children and they just realized what hard workers they were and their story behind it. And a lot of their husbands had left them and promised them a better life, saying they're going to send them money and hadn't. So now they employ single women with children. They're raising money to build a school so that the children can learn basic English to give them a better chance in future. They also help with the med medical bills and school scholarships, books, etc., so that the children have a better chance in the future. So for us, that's a massive thing. Like we're using their products. We want to give back. We want to make sure they've got good working conditions. We want to secure there's like no monkeys being used in the harvesting. And, and with the communities, they actually get to choose how they want the money spent. So it's not up to the fair trade scheme. They're there to advise and help. But when I was in the Philippines, they they have a massive like community meeting and they get to choose who's the head of farming, who's the head of you know the lending program. So it's their community that have control over it and they can decide where the money will be spent. So for us, that was a massive thing that we wanted to incorporate into our brands. Like we wanna make sure that we're ethical, sustainable, and we're also giving back to those places. And, and we, when we started Lucy B, um, as you said, we were one of the first and coconut oil was pretty, like, uh, like people knew about it, but healthy fats weren't really the in thing at the time. And it was kind of for us, we were just loving it as a product. We were using it and we knew the importance of it. We had like a lot of the England rugby team and a lot of um, bodybuilders using it because they knew the importance of a healthy, stable fat. And I think through like social media and other influencers getting on board, obviously coconut oil became like coconut crazy. <laughs> and now we've got <laughs> it everywhere. And um, did you find like even when you were I suppose starting out Lucy B with your dad and you're like look I've got this incredible idea I think it could be popular um I mean finding the the source like the recipes did you have to go to these countries to be like hey that's that's the factory I want to work with or or that's the organization I want to work with how did like how did you create the product itself and the recipe because I think when people start a food and drink brand that's kind of the hardest part that and the packaging yeah. and Especially when you're fair trade, like some, it's easy to make a simple product, which is fairly low cost. But when you're doing something where you have to be kind of ethically conscious and kind of stick to your your morals, I suppose, about what you're trying to put out there. Sometimes it can be tricky to kind of split that with running a business as well. I mean, how did you find that? Yeah, for us, we 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 actually know, we didn't actually go to the places um, at the time, but we basically we got in touch with the fair trade scheme and also just and producers and far we just did a lot of research and through the fair trade scheme we mostly got the connections through them so they told us who they're working with so that it was already audited audited and with this fair trade scheme as well it's always people outside of the scheme that audit the places so it's not all like in in-house which you know so there's complete traceability with it and so they actually put us in touch with quite a few different um producers and is coconut oil is is kind of like wine it, different regions taste differently um and we've changed we've changed um supplies a couple of times now and we're now working in the philippines and we had one from sri lanka as well but the one in the philippines is very rich like coconut flavor smell whereas the one in sri lanka was a lighter smell and taste so we brought out two different ones and we had our sri lanka one in an orange lid and our philippines one in a green lid because we want again we want our customers to know the story behind each one and a lot of um supermarkets now or other companies will mix oils so that it's cheaper for them because if they can get cheap you know oil somewhere they can sort of um 
like mix them all together and it can be cheaper for them to produce it so for us yeah. we wanted to get that whole traceability of it and have the two separate ones and the flavors but yeah at the beginning it's obviously trying to build that report with someone we did a lot of like calls and skypes and in the early days obviously we didn't know my dad and I started it my dad sort of started it um for himself as like a part-time thing and I was actually I had my own business doing beauty so it was sort of a thing on the side for us to do and we never sort of anticipated how quickly it would grow um Sainsbury's took it on actually really early on and that gave us the capability to sort of expand quite a lot and obviously that's when we started to realize wow we've kind of got something here that's you know quite a big deal but in the early days as well even though it was called Lucy B like and it's is around my story of me being a celiac and why we're into our health I never actually planned to have my face anywhere I never Not I was really. the force behind it yeah like I, I, I mean again, like it was six years ago but I just again I'm a whole confidence thing for me I just I didn't really yeah. feel I was the it might sound silly but I, I didn't feel like I was like the image of health I wasn't really into gym I enjoy going out with my friends I like I love my health and well-being but I was like oh I'm not into yoga I'm not this person and yeah. I just basically self-doubt made me not want to do it and at the very beginning I even my dad was like why don't we call it Lucy B and I was like dad that's really weird like why would we, why would we call a coconut oil jar Lucy B it's like calling a butter like why would you call a butter Lucy B and he was like because of your story behind it and I was like oh. and in the end I was like okay let's do it but I was like I do think it's really weird like no one's gonna follow us <laughs> um, your dad was on something <laughs> yeah and I was just like on Twitter like I was like posting stuff as this egg or this coconut oil jar like this is the weirdest thing I think I've done in my life so far um and for a long while we had no nobody following us but I just posted like recipes and tips on what I was using it for and sort of memes and quotes and yeah it just sort of grew from there but it was at the very beginning I never planned sort of my face anywhere and it was only until I did a few shows where um some of the, it was actually one of the a main show that actually now was a key thing for my sort of career but so many people had asked why why I wasn't on the front cover and why we had this fitness model and even though we had the lady's name and her Instagram and a story about her I, they were like you should be on it it's you that's you know doing this work so that's when I started to do like the odd selfie here and there and obviously now it has expanded where you'll go on my Instagram and you'll be like okay this girl has a lot of pictures of us <laughs> <laughs> at least they know it's kind of your face with the brand I mean I think it's you that sells the brand um and like yeah. as you say it's your story which is the brand so yeah I I absolutely love yeah. it and I think you carry on with it I mean so Lucy B is a family business is that still the case um I mean how is that is what are the sort of pros and cons of having a family business it is very family with there's 12 of us in the office so it's my dad still works um for lucy b he's very much involved and um, my brother recently finished union he's actually working at lucy b my sister's a nutritionist so she sort of dips in and out and does stuff um but yeah there's only well it's 12 of us two people that work in the warehouse but it i think I've always got on with my family. Obviously, there are times where it does get quite heated. I think me and my dad sometimes find we get quite heated with each other, but I think it's because we actually have, deep down, we have the same views and passions. We both care a lot about it. So, you know, it's just, at the end of the day, with anything in life, you just have to listen to people's um, views on something. You may not always agree, but it's come into a happy medium of what's going to work and actually understanding their point of view. Because I think if you're just so cut off to it, like, no, nope, this is the way and it's only my way you will never learn anything in life and you won't get very far so I think everyone's opinion is valid and it's just like taking on board comments and maybe it's not going to work at that time but you know maybe in future it will but I think I love it being a family business we'll never 
we you know we want to keep it small we're growing and we're in supermarkets but our aim is to keep it small but you know and keep it going but it's just it's, it's literally a bad brand built on passion like we just love what we do and you know it's, there's hard times and I think obviously now with like coconut oil it's such a saturated market now like no pun intended but it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um like supermarkets for instance supermarket we're in has just brought just changed their prices um, for their coconut oil to one pound fifty. Whoa! And, wow! You know, we're we were we we've had to drop our prices quite dramatically. We used to be nine ninety five, which was competitive for what was out there. There were the two other ones were like sixteen pounds or more on the market. So now our nine ninety five is seven pound fifty, and we have to change all our prices to sort of keep competitive. But obviously, ours is organic; it's fair trade. We're a small family business, so the amount of supermarkets will buy in they can buy it for a lot cheaper because they're buying a lot of it so it's kind of it's it's always it's always a struggle but I think if you love what you do and you're passionate it is hard and I'm not saying that makes it any easier but if you love it you will carry on and you'll keep working hard to make sure you you know keep keep succeeding yeah and I think like um I mean when someone drops their price to 150 that is like a big big drop for you I mean it's not even like you can lower the standards because the standards are set now so it's not like you can kind of go back and say okay we're going to use a different recipe or or anything like that but I think as you say I mean it's if the passion is there you can kind of you'll come over the the hurdle all together as a family it's really nice and we see this in lots of kind of successful businesses especially family run ones um Yeah. yeah no it's 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 nice yeah I think people are sometimes surprised at how small we are like my we like you know even when we have meetings and stuff people are like oh so who's behind all this and on social media and um, like I was as Instagram I do all of Instagram like reply to everything messages my sister does Facebook and one of the boys in the office Tom now does Twitter just because I like I found I was just on my phone way too much but yeah people was like oh could you please tell Lucy that I really like um this that, and the other I'm like oh it's, it, I, it's me <laughs> And even if people will say, oh, so thanks, Lucy, they'll be like, oh, could you tell her this? And I'm like, no, no, sorry, it is me replying to you. And I think people expect it to be, I don't know, some big corporate company, but we are still small and we never plan to sort of change that. Obviously, it will grow a bit, but we want to keep that core value of it being like a family business and, you know, just people that are passionate and want to work here kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. And just on the point around kind of social media, I mean, I have to mention, obviously, Joe Wicks, the body coach. I mean, was this a relationship that happened? I mean, I'm going to drop the pun now organically. Or was it through reaching out to kind of each other because you're working on a similar mission? So it was it was quite funny, actually, because Joe started the same time as us. He had like 800 followers on Twitter and um, he messaged me on Twitter saying that he like used, he was using our coconut oil. He bought it from Sainsbury's um, and he was using it for his like Lean in 15 videos. And nice. at this time, we were like obviously one of the first on the market. So we had a lot of requests for free products. So I kind of was like, oh, thanks. That's great. You know, that, that was it. Um, and then he messaged me. And the only reason was not long ago, I was looking at them and I was just laughing because he had messaged me like, oh, hi, see, like I'm using your coconut oil, as I said, like, do you do affiliate links or anything? And I was just like, hi, Joe, I don't know what an affiliate link is. Sorry, smiley face. Like, you know, and it's just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I was so new to it. Um, and then I was, like, oh, I was watching his videos and I was like, he is hilarious. So his videos were different. You know, they were so different to what was out there on, on the mark or on social media. Um, he was having fun with his cooking. So we ended up sending him like coconut oil here and there. 
And then we met up, like he mess we met up at Whole Foods and he was like, I'm gonna throw midget trees at her and all this. And I was like, oh my goodness, who is this guy? Like, I was a bit nervous. I thought, oh God, I'm in, like, I don't know what this is gonna be like, this meeting. And he is like the most lovely down to earth guy, like really lovely. And since then we've worked together, like we, we were paying him for a while, we're not anymore. But it was, for a long time, it was just the fact that he loved the brand and yeah. he was using it all the time. And I think what's lovely with our relationship is that we, We've, I mean he's huge now but we've grown together and it's like it's been nice to, we've, we've, we've been friends throughout it all um, and obviously he's he's a massive credit to DTB like just like he's got like five million followers now and he's done incredible incredibly well for himself but he's such a lovely down to earth guy so it's so like it's so lovely to see and it was really nice to actually it started from the beginning it wasn't like we like found him and approached him it was an organic thing where he was using it all the time and then it just happens at, we ended up working together um like on it as well so yeah no it was a it was like yeah he's 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 great and it's it's funny now like now I have to credit him for always being shouted at (laughs) no I love it I think like what a way to just kind of bring in a brand and he does that really well but yeah Yeah. I mean I think very similar to you you both have a great story and his story of like rocking up to the parks in Richmond no one turned up to his training etc that's at the heart of what he does um but I mean very similar I suppose I see people like yourself and Joe Wicks is very kind of positive influences in terms of this is what you should be doing if you want to get healthy and lean and kind of eating right and stuff like that and now I suppose you're starting to bring in kind of the mental side of things when people are talking about kind of mental health the anxiety stuff I mean Lucy B of course leveraged social media um, a lot through Instagram what do you think are sort of the effects of social media and sort of the power of the influencer um, kind of on our own health and well-being I mean I've got quite a split opinion on the topic but what do you think I think social media is a very positive I think there's a lot of positive things going on at the moment on social media I think I'm always I always say to people like if you follow someone that makes you feel unhappy unfollow them and I think we have to be we have to be real with it and it isn't real life like you're seeing a picture of someone's like day or whatever it is they might have taken 100 pictures to get that one picture looking good so I, I feel I do think it's positive but me obviously as a business side of things it's been a massive thing for us which is given like given us like a, a presence and I can really sell our products on there and talk to people face to face like I, I literally reply to everyone if when, like as much as I can and um I think like from that side of it it's good but I do I also am concerned obviously with this whole people um promoting stuff like uh, skinny tees or stuff like that um and the sort of people that hands it can get into and who are seeing it but equally we've always had that in magazines as well um but I do I'm I'm sort of mixed with it I do feel like if it's something that is getting someone down and I feel like I've seen, I've seen quite a lot of stuff now with what I worry about is like kids of today like um mm. the next generation with like if they don't get enough likes they delete their instagrams oh, they get God, I know. and I just think when I was a kid I was running around outside enjoying like being in the garden and I think it's so sad how wrapped up we are on our phones and I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite now but I think I'm I just want to be honest with it but even like I've got you know quite a few followers on Instagram and I sometimes get so wrapped up in the fact that I might only get a few likes on a post and it's like actually Lucy there's more to this like why does it matter if you got however many likes what difference does it make it doesn't make you any less of a person it doesn't change what you're doing for you know the community in the Philippines or it or whatever it is it doesn't make a difference and it's not 
and it, it, it doesn't it shouldn't make you feel that way but we do get wrapped up in things and I think that is the unfortunate thing where we we really get wrapped up in this whole life of social media and actually it isn't your real life it's it's like so far from it so I think it's taking it with a pinch of salt and really if you start feeling like that really registering why you're feeling like it and what you can do different to sort of change it because it's not healthy it's not good for your mental health or your you know your physical health even and I think I mean you were just talking about kind of you might not get loads of likes or your expected likes on a particular post but that doesn't affect what you're doing with yeah. the kids in the Philippines for example I mean we just got back from a school in India and one thing like I just took was that how happy these kids were with like yeah. the little things in life and I think I, I don't know if it was similar in the Philippines but it the power of social media is great but none of the none of these kids had phones they were going to school sort of um sort of nine till three and very intense day in terms of learning but they were just so happy all the time which yeah. I don't know I think we lack that sometimes because we're just so engrossed in our phone and yeah I couldn't recommend more on your point as well of unfollowing people that make you feel like shit when you're scrolling yeah. through your phone it's just like hit unfollow straight away yes I always do that like I mean it's more just anyone that confuses you anyone that you feel yeah. you know is doing what like just unfollow them you do not need that in your life like just follow the people that you that will give you positivity and make you feel better but even this morning I woke up at like 5 30 I'm not sleeping well at the moment and I just sat on my phone like scrolling through and in the end I was thinking what am I doing get on with something else like yeah I've actually now in the evening because I do and obviously I do a lot of work on my phone but I'm not learning anything new. I'm sitting there scrolling for Instagram or whatever else. And I'm, so now I really do try and make an effort. I put my phone on the side and I'll put a podcast on or I'll pick up a book or what, whatever because I realise I'm just ingesting stuff that I don't really need to look at. Like it's great to catch up with Instagram and see what's going on. And I love what like seeing, you know, what other people are doing or um, for workout I, like tips or whatever else. But there is more more going on in like the world that we should yeah. sort of be focusing on than just sort of seeing how like what someone's doing um on their social media platform so I think it is like I don't know there are pros and cons to it and I think there's quite a nice at that moment there's a lot of like body positivity there's a lot of realness on there but I still think there's a lot of you know it's still taking it with a pinch of salt and realizing never compare yourself and please not ever feel rubbish after going on social media because that is you know that really shouldn't be happening yeah definitely um yeah really good advice there because I think it is all around kind of mental health and how you if you're feeling down when you come off your phones for any sort of social like take a break even like one day I know that's so hard I mean yeah. I did a month no social and the first week oh. was literally the hardest because yeah. you're like oh what button do I click on on my phone but <laughs> you just naturally like click Facebook as soon as you open your phone you're like oh my god I don't even care yeah that's the thing you do you just scroll through even the gym earlier I, went I, to the gym. I was on I, I was on the running machine I didn't have my phone I was just like walking and then I was like oh I haven't got my phone I was like what am I gonna do it's like don't just, you don't need the phone like stop being awkward just get on with it and just enjoy your yeah. own like your own headspace <laughs> but I do think even like mental health it's good like I love the fact now like I've always struggled with anxiety and even it was about I'd say two years ago I put a post on about anxiety just because I wanted to but I was so scared to put it on I was worried what people would say or what what sort of response I would get from it and I really like it made me feel a bit like uneasy and I posted it and it just went crazy this amount of support and after that I'm always really real because I really well, not real but I really am honest and transparent with everything on social media and I I just try to 
I've just realized the more you are open with things, the more the, the amount of people that are going through the same thing and it is, you're never alone with things. I know you may feel like it, but whatever it is, any insecurities or anything like that, like when you when you actually post it, um, like you really do help someone else and it actually makes you realize that so many people are going through it as well. So it's just like not hiding anything and trying to be as transparent as I can be. So it'll hopefully help others to be able to open up as well. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have. I mean, because uh, I've seen a change in, like the posts that you're putting out there and I like it's relatable for the stuff that you're saying, especially, I mean, around health and fitness. Like that's yeah. I mean, this you're lucky because I suppose it, it wraps in with like your the business that you have as well. But when you're I, I suppose Joe Wicks as well, when you guys talk about oh, I don't know, like, I have no motivation today to do a workout. You're like, oh, my God, at least, like, these people have no motivation <laughs> as well. Because you're like, I need, you need to relate to something. Um, and yeah. sometimes there's people on social where you're like, God, this isn't relatable in any way. But, yeah, you you do keep it very real on, on Instagram. I mean, with the whole, I kind of, I suppose, your own issues around anxiety, et cetera, do you find that you're giving out a lot of advice? Like, I'm sure people kind of dm you about questions around this do you feel like that's increased a lot recently yeah definitely or I'll get people more saying like thank you for like being open with this and it's more like they're the stuff that they're going through um and I always find that just so like like impacting so I'm like I'm glad I'm making a difference or being able to help in some way with that and it's like Good. men and women's messaging like just saying you know whatever, whatever stories it is and because I always I've always been open with stuff but I think even at the beginning, I was always worried, like, what people would think of me or is it what they want to see? They follow me for, like, my coconut oil and my healthy food products. So it kind of, it, that's what changed. And actually now I've, I'm open with stuff. Like, even public speaking, I've had, well, I've decided this year it was my year to start, even though I've said that for the last five years. <laughs> I really worry about, about being put on the spot and um, getting things wrong or tongue-tied. And actually, I've been doing a few and okay I afterwards I am one of those people I'm like I should have said this I should have done that mm. but I put it I, I talk about it and actually in turn it helps me because people send me such good feedback or advice or or most people are the same and actually the more you're open with things if I start a talk and I say oh god I'll never really do this I'm quite nervous people actually are more they'll be like oh okay fair enough rather than hiding it going on all like oh I'm you know and some people are great at it but I'm just honest with it I'm like guys I'm really nervous today but I wanted to talk to you about whatever it is and yeah. you know actually it is it's just the more open we can be with each other the more we can help you know others out there definitely yeah. and just kind of around sort of public speaking and stuff like that I mean what's coming up for Lucy B um I know we're kind of halfway through 2019 but have you got any kind of new products coming out or any kind of campaigns you're working on um, so we've got a few things. We're um, we've recently launched a coconut milk, um, and the reason we brought this out is because it's um, 99.9% coconut, so it's made of coconut water and coconut cream. Um, and the reason we brought it out is because a lot of plant-based milks on the market are made up of normal water and fillers such as oats and rice. So they're quite like thin. You can't really use them um, in granola and stuff like that because of the consistency. So we launched that earlier this, well, like late last year. Um, and we're actually bringing out a fortified one. So it'll be 330ml um, and it has iodine in it, calcium, vitamin D3 um, and B12. So it's got all the benefits um, in it. So if you're vegan, you can have it as an alternative, obviously, to dairy milk. And also we get a lot of people that children are not allowed dairy or um, they want to take it to school. So that's why we're doing like the 330ml. 
Um, and then we've got our skincare range. So we launched, we actually launched that in November and completely sold out of everything. Wow. Um, which was pretty amazing. Like we wow. just anticipated the demand um, and that's all palm oil free, something again, we're really passionate about. We really want to create a brand that's completely palm oil free. And it's quite a challenging thing to be able to do because unfortunately palm oil is cheap to produce. So it's in a lot of ingredients and it's used a lot for like emulsifiers and in alcohols and stuff. So actually it's quite hard to find stuff that is completely hot, palm oil free, but we're on a mission to be able to like create a brand that you will be able to buy sustainable, organic, like fair trade products that are completely palm oil free. Um, so that was, and it's cruelty free, vegan. Um, wow. And we launched it, it was like um, cleanser, face cream, face exfoliator, body scrub, body cream, lip balm, lip scrub. Um, and so I don't know why I reeled them all off, but I started and didn't stop. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> um, and it completely sold out. But since then, we've changed manufacturers just because of the demand for it. They couldn't keep up with it. And um, so we're relaunching it in, in November. So that will be our sort of big thing. And obviously, my background being beauty is what I'm really passionate about. And I, I thought I thought I can talk about it quite naturally. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're going. We're doing a lot of shows. Like, I absolutely love meeting customers and, like, people like so we did we've done like the uh, quite a few shows this year and we're doing the natural and organic product show in okay. July and um, and a few different talks as well but yeah I just I love meeting people I love getting feedback on the products and hearing what people's thoughts are on it or getting them to try it like I get so excited about it I can't sleep no, at night <laughs> and like it's the feedback I mean I know sometimes you ask like give me some feedback on the product I mean that must be the best sort of customer interaction you can possibly get because it's kind yeah. of instant and because because what you're talking to the founder and kind of the brains behind the product I suppose so it's really nice that you the customers can just interact with you naturally over social and just say yeah like this is what I would recommend and stuff like that so yeah that's really cool yeah yes we get a lot of people with the coconut milk that will say that they don't they didn't they won't try it or they don't like coconuts because they want like the real thing and due to the taste of it like being coconut water and coconut cream like literally all of them that would try it were like that's actually really nice because <laughs> it's artificial and it, even that sort of thing it's just amazing you know that um like people you can just hear that feedback and know what you are doing like because as it is, it's like for any business, it's hard, you know, at times and you kind of can get so wrapped up in that and yeah. like think you're not doing anything right. And it's actually meeting customers or just getting some positive feedback. You realise you're kind of it's worth doing what you're doing and keeping up with it. Definitely. And our final question, um, my favourite question that I love asking guests is if you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think what would it be do you know what it's whatever it, I used to worry about what path I'll take like something I haven't like well it's just like well, I really struggled at school so I left school at 16 and um I'm I, I never actually spoke about this and I am going to go on to the point but it's just a little way around it but um like when I, I I'm actually dyslexic and I never spoke about it until I did a talk actually a few weeks ago um oh. and the only reason I brought it up is I got a message on Instagram from someone saying that they would never be able to do what like I do like they really like look up to it and like that they really struggle um they struggle with anxiety learning to difficulties and I just thought whoa like hang on a minute it made me sad to think that this person was comparing himself to kind of what I was doing because it's taken a lot it's taken me six years to even get to do this sort of podcast now I would have said no yeah. to you if you wanted me last year and um, and it's so I just was like right I want to be open with this and I've never hidden it but 
I've never really talked about it just because I feel like I don't want to be judged or if I get something wrong or if I'm not if I don't know something I don't want people to think oh it's because she's dyslexic so I've never really been like open with it um, and I even now find it I don't find it hard to talk about it but I don't always you know find it easy to talk about and um, so obviously I left school at 16 and I was like right I'll be a hairdresser as I said earlier like and I didn't enjoy it and I ended up dotting in and out of different jobs and um, I really went for a time where I did my beauty course and I was applying for jobs and everyone was like oh no you need more you need more experience and I got kind of got in a bad place of like different paths and I didn't know what, what I was doing I just you know I was always worrying about what like where I was going and actually looking back like a key thing is now everything falls into place and okay it may not feel like it is and you may feel like where am I going what am I doing but I left school if I, I was 16 like I said I did hair I ended up doing makeup which I didn't like I did a few different things and I ended up doing um this make I went and worked in um a shop and a girl said to me you love all the hands-on stuff why don't you do beauty I ended up obviously doing beauty have my own business doing that where I use coconut oil and in turn Lucy B was created and now we brought out a skincare range there was so much to that and there was so much back and forth what am I going to do in my life and I think actually it's just trusting the process and you know believing in yourself whatever it is don't ever let like um you know your anxieties or learning difficulties or whatever it is even if you don't struggle with that don't be hard on yourself and just believe in yourself and achieve you will achieve your goals and I think that's something that I wish I could have told my younger self because I used to really be not beat myself up but feel rubbish about it and I think actually it's like just you know you everyone has their own strengths and it's just playing on them and you know having like faith and trust in yourself really yeah no I mean amazing advice and I think thank you so much for kind of being really open about that as well because it's it's not easy kind of even just doing like as you say a podcast and doing public speaking we all have our own kind of issues inside and what we're dealing with but as you say it's all about trusting the process of what you're doing and I think we compare ourselves to other people around us people who are our age and like oh they have a house they have kids or yeah. they're doing this in their career but look it's everyone's doing something different um and it's their own sort of journey to get them there in the end so yeah no amazing advice yeah if we were all the same it would be boring we've all we've all got exactly. our own qualities and we're all special in our own way and it's like what 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 fits one doesn't suit or you know everyone has their own like everyone's an individual and they should play on that and you know be proud of what they're doing and who they are and what they kind of want to achieve in life it's not going by what someone else has told you to do or what you they think you should be doing just listen to your your own gut and go from there yeah 100 percent couldn't agree more thank you so much lucy for being an incredible guest on the show um and for those of you who are listening you can i can kind of put all the social media details for lucy b um and links to her website etc so thank you so much lucy thank you very much lovely chatting to you